1: Hey there, friendo. Hello, amigo. Ha <laughs> listen to you. Uh <laughs> that was fast. Uh if someone calls you friendo, they are about to murder you, I think.
2: Wait, why? <laughs> what is
1: I don't you know what I mean? Like friendo is is never they never really mean it. They're always mad, they're always like uh about like to a- say, you know, you're in my seat or something when somebody calls uh, you friendo. Yeah.
2: It's like a sarcastic buddy.
1: Yeah, comment. and that's what the dude says in um, Old Country for Old Men before he kills people with a, <laughs> a fucking cow spike.
2: Frendo. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Friendo.
1: Exactly. It's fucking scary. That's anyway, <laughs> it's Thursday, October 20th, 2022, and our guest today is a comedian who's more of a friendo of yours, Doug, <laughs> How long have you known Mike Weeby, and why?
2: Uh, about twelve years, I think.
1: Wow! Uh, just
2: through comedy. I'm a fan of his bands, The Riverboat Gamblers and Dracula's, and we're also comic book nerds. We found that out together. But <laughs> yeah, all wow. around good dude, real fun, very talented.
1: Yeah, and you guys have like banded together, so to speak. Uh. And do like a, a show in Austin together.
2: Well, we did. And then that show went away because that venue went away. But we're oh. going to bring it back. Yeah. But.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll let's get, a, let's get a different guest for today then. <laughs> I really wanted to promote that. Thing. <laughs> what is band names? Draculas and Riverboat Gamblers? Yeah. I mean, did they just, both bands just were looking through a costume? Uh... <laughs> A costume store catalog. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, Dracula's or uh, how about the riverboat gambling outfit? All Maybe right. we can well, get we the got, origin
2: for those names. We got, a,
1: <laughs> we got a lot to talk to him about. So let's go to work. Yay! Hello, wow. <laughs> hello, Mike Weeby.
3: Hello, was that was that <laughs> intro done by James Taylor?
1: It was <laughs> yes. He finally, you know, put down the acoustic guitar, found a small girl, and they just wailed <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, you know, it's our way of waking up the guests in case they're having a sleepy day because we do talk to a lot of comedians. And uh, in your case we appreciate you doing the show last minute we had a dropout so we hit you up. what did you have to stop doing in order to make time for us today?
3: oh I was actually doing uh, uh, I'm the I was just and I was talking to your 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 producer Ryan because I, I was on tour and I went through LA and I was gonna hook up but I like I'm the worst tour manager ever because I was running it and i'm going through uh receipts of checks of clubs because the 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 i was doing math it was a it was let it was a ledger (laughs) full of numbers and i and it was overwhelming me so i'm just happy to not be looking at at
1: numbers oh so you got to put it off for an hour
3: oh yeah 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 or longer i mean then i'll have something after this attention deficit disorder is uh it's lovely
1: you're officially diagnosed.
3: Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, it's it's bad too. It's pretty, and the doctors they don't want to give you Adderall anymore. And it's kind of the only thing that works, but they say it has like you know uh, diminishing returns or it's um, addictive and stuff like that. But it's pretty bad. It's in I, when I was a little kid, I was on Ritalin, but um, I don't know. I don't know what to do about it.
1: So you just have to sort of get used to the idea that you're not going to be able to focus on anything for too long.
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, like, unless I'm enjoying it, I, I have bad focus on if anything that seems a slight, like it's going to be a slight bit of work. I, I cannot find it. I'll find anything else to do. And I just get distracted. Like while I'm doing, it. it's pretty,
1: it's pretty well, normal I re- though. That sounds like, me. yeah, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I have so many podcasts because there's so much more fun to do than living life in reality and doing stuff, you know? Oh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. That's Uh, why I do a bunch of stuff too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I guess uh, that does, we do have that in common is that is the keeping busy, but in my case, maybe, you know, whatever natural tendencies I have towards your actual problem uh, you know, I solve through uh, smoking weed uh but do you what are your tr- basically your only thing that you can do really is try to keep busy does it does it affect your sleep do you have a hard time sleeping
3: uh n- well i i can't go to sleep before about two or three in the morning and I'd then, say that's uh, a problem
1: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> and i'm so i was a bartender for like a, over a decade. so I, oh, some yeah. of it's a little wired into that but yeah
1: you're and a then night just, owl you know,
3: I'm a night guy and I, and doing performing and stuff like that. It's always, you're always kind of out late. And there's that, just that moment. The other thing too, is even if it's a, not a performing night or whatever, like there's work always, you got to do all day. And even if you're not working, you're like, "Ah, I should be, I should be working on some project or this or that. Or even if you're, you know, whatever it is, you always feel guilty like I should be working, but at night there's, and I'm done and the wife's asleep. There's a moment where it feels like this is, my time this is all for me and i can do anything (laughs) i want because i know i know if i was like trying to write it wouldn't be very good and i know it's not wouldn't be very productive and i just like i want to hold on to that precious precious time as much as humanly possible and i make myself get just exhausted before i actually go into bed
1: and you so it's uh late night uh, game playing or tv watching
3: yeah, game play, a lot of video game playing and, and a lot of movie watching. I try and just watch movies kind of late at night. A, a little bit I do some TV shows, but i just a lot of been
1: uh, a lot of movies out there the wife wouldn't want to watch anyway, right?
3: Oh, totally! Like anything exploitationy, <laughs> anything, anything, anything old, pretty much. You know, any, I, I like a lot of older, you know, crackly nineteen forties detectives talking fast and she has no interest in that
1: <laughs> <laughs> as do I mean, she's got uh, she's in the majority on that one i think but, yeah uh,
3: no i'm i'm the wrong one i i completely accept that
1: there's some <laughs> real uh, uh tcm heads out there though the turner classic movies where uh, you know uh they're, they're still hanging on to uh to watching the old stuff but i find whenever i watch something super old movie wise that like just you know, just because of the form in in its day, it, it just tends to be it just feels too slow, uh, you know, for me to handle it because things movies move so fast these days. Or yeah. you know, yeah they try to. They they have more cutting. They're not necessarily moving a yeah. lot faster story-wise.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think like the the average like edit time is now just like a couple seconds as opposed to it would it would probably be like 40 seconds before back in the mm-hmm in the in the olden days
1: yeah but there's or some longer pretty,
3: there's some pretty cool i mean i don't know i i could, i guess i could preach but preach you know my, what i like but especially like that old film noir stuff some of it can move pretty quick and f- it feels at least faster to me there's definitely some stuff that's like kind of eat your vegetables kind of movies that i'm like hey, i should watch this it's a classic i guess but um but i, I there's some pretty cool like film noiry stuff that was pretty pretty raw and rugged and you know mean
1: (laughs) yeah yeah the um and and bogart wasn't really a slow talker usually if he was involved it was uh the the dialogue moved along at a pretty good clip yeah um all right well last week uh we had a guest on who had uh, just a ton of tats and so now i just want to ask people about their tats like out of the gate Oh, Uh, yeah, because it's so interesting, you know, it's it's like we talk about names on the show, but tattoos are sort of like names that you get to choose because it's something that you're stuck with. You have to talk about it all the time or it's or it's hidden, much like a a middle name or something. So how many tattoos do you have,
3: Mike Weeby? I only have three.
1: What kind Um. of loser? I know. <laughs> I know. It you know, was crazy. Doug, what's... Miller, Doug, Doug Miller doesn't even know how many he has. That's how yeah. many he has. you can Justin count yours Bieber. on three fingers.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm still jealous. Our our guest last week was talking about how she would trade off. She worked at a coffee shop next to a tattoo shop, and she would trade like coffee for tattoos and i'm like that's the best trade ever like i'm still thinking about that yeah that how awesome. good is
1: that coffee it's like a 50 <laughs> yeah. coffee
2: <laughs> yeah the minimum <laughs> almond, is like almond yeah. milk almond <laughs> milk
1: yeah. yeah that's gonna be good stuff but yeah what's um, crazy
2: about mike too is like you started getting yours later in life like you weren't yeah, I started like an idiot at eighteen, and that leads to some bad tattoos. Yeah, out of the gates. Uh, but yeah, you kind of what? What? How old were you when you got your first one? I mean, at probably thirty-five
3: or so. Uh, I think it was thirty-five. It was at South by? And it was just uh, there's that. It was a pretty famous tattoo guy, Oliver Peck. He was on one of those Ink Masters shows. And uh, I ended up somewhere random with in a backstagey thing with him, and he had a tattoo gun. And there's a bunch of band guys there, and I got, I just got like a dot on my chest. But then he used the same <laughs> needle on like 20 other people. But I was like the first one. And there's there's just a number of people that I really question, you know, their their health because they went <laughs> after. A certain drummer of ours at that time who <laughs> has some little little bugs living in him i'm sure
1: what what is the is that common to just use the same needle on a bunch of no them? no it's
3: <laughs> incredibly it's it's never done
1: why was, did this guy do it <laughs>
3: i i don't know but you know there's a lot of people the people call it the mic dot and because it was my first tattoo and i and there was just a lot of everybody was just real lit and he was like i want a mic dot too
2: <laughs> and there's like three or four bands worth of guys that have mic dots. <laughs> what well, I remember you texted me, like, and it shocked me. You were like, "You were like, oh man, I just got my first tattoo," and I was like, "What?" And it like, I was floored. And then he showed me. It's just this little dot. And I was <laughs> like, God "A little damn dot,
3: <laughs> a little beauty mark."
1: Yeah, somebody ran into me with a ballpoint pen in their hand. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's uh <laughs> wow. That uh, it's really I. You know, I never thought of this, like another way to look at, uh, you know, sharing needles and uh, how bad, what a bad idea that is. (laughs) It's really bad. It's really bad.
3: I would never, ever do that. I would never. I went first and I would, I I wouldn't even go second. I don't think. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a lot. That's commitment.
1: Okay. So. uh, then, uh, like, uh, how many years later you, you take the dive and get something that's more of an actual?
3: <laughs> probably about, tattoo. I don't know, it's probably a couple years later. Me and um, and Mr. Doug Mellard got matching tattoos. <laughs> we got, oh, we got, we got, uh, we got little Pac Man ghosts that have turned blue, <laughs> they're pretty red. Yeah, they're pretty, but they're like the eight-bit style, or the even six-bit, yeah, the or however many bits, like the old, like Pac-Man blocky. And how yours looking, Doug? Mine's kind of starting to get a little fadey here. It's a little, yeah, starting to same, get a little blobby. A
2: little bit, yeah, but uh, and I don't remember even because you wrote a song like that kind of came from that later. Yeah, an amazing song. But where did the Pac-Man goes come from? I don't even remember now. I think we were well, we were. <laughs>
3: We were writing, uh, we were writing like a joke, uh, like a, a mock ghost hunters show. I oh think. yeah, Specter Inspectors. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we just thought it would be funny to to get that. I guess I don't rem-
2: honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, that's crazy. Because now I just think <laughs> of the song when I see the tattoo, but the song came after. Yeah, man, that's a rad song. Yeah, I, that's that's crazy. And
3: then yeah, a couple years later, I got a big. Uh, it's it's there's a band I like called Rocket from the Crypt, and I got their like a a version of their logo kind of tattooed really big on my inner left arm, kind of in the inner bicep area, which I'm told is the it's a hurty place. They said it's just gonna hurt, <laughs> and it it did. Yeah, it did a lot.
1: <laughs> they weren't lying to you about that. They weren't. They were telling the truth.
3: <laughs> it turns out.
1: A lot and of times t- they'll exaggerate, though. So, but there's—you're so saying they gave you the exact warning you needed, and still.
3: Yeah, went it was. It was. It. it was bad, but I—I—I um, I, I think I—I I had somebody ran out and fetched me some Vicodin, and um, that made it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Do you have tattoos up near your armpit like that
2: me uh yeah 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 i just got that mom spaghetti tattoo <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> doug, doug benson
3: do you have tattoos too i'm sorry i covered this last time no
1: i we we'll you know we'll cover it and we'll cover it again and again much like uh some of doug's tattoos we um <laughs> Uh I do I have no tattoos and, and not really much interest in getting one, but it's it's about for me, it's about uh, not having anything I want to say. Uh, yeah through that, you know if i had something i really wanted to have on me that i could see you know something about the iphone you can see pretty much anything you want anytime you want an iphone you don't need to have it on your body you know tattoo. <laughs> yeah uh, i could even convince someone else to get a tattoo just take a picture of it and look at that every once in a while and go hey almost like nfts that's not a bad idea i'll wait yeah. for you to get a tattoo of what i want you to get a tattoo of and i'll <laughs> take a picture of the tattoo and then just say that's my tattoo <laughs> and people say do you have any tattoos you yeah, have this one i'll show it to them they go well can i see it on your body like no that's too personal <laughs> it's on uh, the
3: blockchain
1: it's under my tongue <laughs> well, uh, but all, anyway all
3: three of i would say all three of mine though were were pretty spur of the moment they're kind of like like the the rocket from the crypt tattoo like it was just a buddy it was like hey i'm i'm buying you a tattoo for your birthday let's let's go and i there's a little bit of that like it doesn't I like it to be, this is happening now and I'm not really a part of it. Cause I remember Doug, you took me down to that, that we ran into that guy or Dave,
1: yeah, I remember yeah. Dave's
3: last name. And he was like, I'll give you guys one tomorrow for free. And then we did it. So all three were really like, there was a, there was a moment that just kind of happened. So I'm, I'm down to get more. I just kind of need uh, it to, oh, D- to magically happen. <laughs> yeah, Dave grinds. Good dude. Dave grinds. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you'll never catch up to Doug, so, like, why you bother? <laughs> yeah, true. Why bother trying? Maybe get, like, five total. I don't know. It's your life. <laughs> 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 do what you got to do. How long have you known Doug Mellor, Doug Weeby, and why? Um,
3: I've known, Doug, I guess it's been... I think it was right before... before right moved. before you moved to L.A. Yeah. It was like, the, like a week or so, like, 12 years yeah yeah yeah
1: this is like the newlywed game you the two of you matched your answer
3: well we (laughs) did we did perform each other's uh wedding ceremonies oh true that's gonna make
1: yeah that's a memorable person in your life the person who does that and doing it for each other that's just that's amazing how did the how did the wives feel about it Oh,
2: they were into it. Uh, they Mike were into was it. Awesome. I no, was they, they not don't have as any, loved.
1: They're they're, they're friendless. <laughs> there's nobody on the uh on their side of the aisle going i i should have done this ceremony i could have done this this better than this fool i
2: did i did a jean-claude van damme impersonation at one point during the ceremony
1: oh because there was like two different podiums and you uh yeah yeah, i did the splits yeah yeah oh that would have been so good How did you uh, what did you do you mean you just did an Im- impression of his voice
2: Yeah for some reason I don't even remember what the it, there was a lot of nonsense It was and, a you know, lot yeah it was real silly there was Mike a, and a his, quote it, it was a quote you
3: had about it was John John Claude Van Damme giving a quote about cheese Oh yeah, was yeah. was in the ceremony somewhere
2: because I, okay. I pulled. I said I was gonna read from the good book, and then I pulled out this book that was titled "The Good Book of Cheese," and I read from the Good Book <laughs> yeah. of Cheese.
1: You and did like, fucking, you did celebrity impression and prop humor as yeah. part of a wedding. A wedding, yeah.
2: Well, like Mike wow. uh, and his lovely wife wanted. They were like, "Yeah, we you know, wanted to be fun and stuff," and. And, you know, we I ran everything by and we were all like in cahoots or whatever. But what's funny is what you don't think about and uh, what Mike certainly did think about because he was funny, but also I think he covered every base. You don't think about uh, I wasn't thinking about the parents as much. And I feel like I got yeah, yeah. some glaring looks from, some parents, like, <laughs> cause, you know, a lot of people want religion involved in uh, making mom. fun of the good book. Not good.
3: My mom said, uh, she was like, it was nice. I, I didn't understand a lot of it. <laughs> I was like, are you speaking English? Mom, you've seen Hard Target. Come on. <laughs> and I was
2: I was nervous, man. It's, it's nerve-wracking. I think I it was, uh, it, it's nerve-wracking doing the ceremony. I'm sure you felt the same way because yeah, it feels like sure. this pressure of like, if I screw this up for another couple, it's, that's worse than you know my own big day for some reason yeah. you know it's weird and then you're like <laughs> where's the light for this i
3: don't know yeah
2: <laughs> yeah yeah there's pressure.
3: no there's no like preparation for like even being on stage like you know a million times or whatever there's no like preparate like there's no i've done i've done a ceremony since and i'm actually doing one on sunday randomly Oh wow. Uh, but and I'm stealing a bunch of lines from yours. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what you do. And what I'm you calling do. him Doug and Flynn. <laughs> Perfect, they'll love it. But it's weird, like this. You know, it's not a thing you get to do very much. So it's it's a right. weird it's a weird feeling. It's like because it is like performing. It is like doing a show, sort of. Yeah, but not. It's it's
2: it's weird. Yeah, it's intense.
1: <laughs> yeah you know, the thing you got to tell yourself is they only remember the home runs. Like if you stumble through parts of it, as long as you have a couple of jokes that really, really hit or just nice, you know, emotional moments, you know?
2: Yeah. And you know, other people that have done ceremonies, ceremonies asking me what it's like. I also tell them if you screw up, that's the thing. Anybody that screws up any part of the ceremony, it's like a beloved moment. People remember it and everybody's on your side. So it's, it's all forgiven, you know? And like you said, yeah. just hit a couple homers, you're good.
1: Yeah, you know who doesn't screw up at all? Not one bit when performing oh. a wedding ceremony? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Greg Proops. Oh, who oh wow. Who wed our producer Ryan to his lovely wife. Oh, that's oh. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Outside with cocktails. was. It was, <laughs> was kind of perfect. I'm oh, sure.
2: That's fantastic. I'm sure he used.
3: <laughs> I'm sure he used a lot bigger words than oh, I used. Oh
2: <laughs> my god! The biggest, he's so the biggest, smart.
1: The biggest fucking words, and he's just <laughs> he's so smooth. It was great. Um, okay, so uh, we're here to talk about your name, Mike Weeby, and we discuss people's names in this show, uh, one name at a time. We break it all down: first, middle, last. So yeah. let's start with your first name. Just tell us your thoughts about growing up Mike. Like, how's Mike for a name for a person?
3: Well, I am uh, a second. Uh, my dad has the same. He's Michael uh same middle name, Weeby. I don't want to. I don't want to reveal the middle name just, oh, just I like, yet because that's that, coming cause... up. That's coming up next. Right. Um, we
1: try to time it so like it's a, a tease going into the commercial yeah, break. So everyone's exactly. like, "Oh, I got to find out this guy's middle name."
3: <laughs> it's a doozy. Uh, so... Oh
2: man, he just gave it away. It's actually doozy. Mike <laughs> <Yeah>. Doozy Weeby. <laughs> God, that'd be cool. I'd drop I think doozy's kind
1: of a fun first name.
2: <laughs> I like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and if people are like, "What's that short for?" It'd be like, "Duzadaya." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, what were you saying? So, my,
3: so yeah, I was always I was always Michael, uh, and my dad was Mike, but I always always wanted Mike because Michael's it's just a little too formal. I don't really like the formality of that. But right, um, yeah. So there's you know, I think I I think I, I would say if you have kids, don't. Don't do that. Don't name them the same name. It 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 stunts it stunts identity there in some weird way. Yeah, you're trying to live (laughs) up to somebody
2: else's the same name. It's it's confusing. Let let alone nine George Foremans ahead of you.
3: Oh yeah, that's (laughs) for sure.
1: It's yeah, that stuff is so true. It's so bizarre to that's what i don't like about some of these names is yeah sure you can shorten michael to mike or vice versa but uh you know it's got to be more like what what works for the person because like nobody calls you michael now right
3: no no unless and unless they're mocking me in some way you know like it's a, <laughs> a joke
1: oh michael Weeby is here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, that's uh, the same thing that happens to us with the Doug Douglas thing. Yeah, um, but but now you're named Mike. Is it weird to you as a comedian that uh, you speak into a mic, Mike? Mike?
3: Oh, I you know <laughs> I for one of my bands I I it's like a it's like a concept band and we're kind of doing characters and uh, I they call the I sign everything. Savage Lord Mike, but I spell Mike, M I C. I
1: like it. I like it. You had to have some fun with that somewhere along the way. Yeah. Uh, When you're doing comedy and your name's Mike. um, Open Mike Eagle's been on this. uh, Oh, yeah. He's awesome. He's so awesome. What about did people ever saddle you with some Mikey bullshit? Does anybody call you Mikey?
3: No, and my, I remember my dad saying, I don't, nobody's ever called me Mikey. I think maybe there's one guy from the East Coast that used to say it a lot. But I was always like, he was so he had such a thick East Coast accent that it, <laughs> it, it gave it a, a nice pass. Hey, Mikey. Oh, come on, Mikey.
1: <laughs> that is <laughs> cool. I do like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, Mike wouldn't say it, it would be as good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, that's <laughs> Mikey. a that's a. The East Coast there that East Coast accent gets gets away with a lot of nicknamey yeah. stuff. That Boston <laughs> kind of cause it, the anything bostony kind of you're kind of used to that Oh Mikey, yeah tony.
1: It, it makes perfect sense when they call you captain.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> a lot of that kind of talk. A, a boss, that kind of thing.
3: Whatever yeah, you need, my, boss.
1: Whatever you need, boss. Whatever you need, boss. I'm not your boss. Hi, right, chief. <laughs> chief. <laughs> yeah, I like chief. That's a good one. That's especially inappropriate these days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so um, you get to name some bands I- I- along the way. I- I've heard, yeah. Um, and um, I was curious about where these names came from. Like, how come you ended up bands in bands called Draculas and. Uh, riverboat gamblers
3: riverboat gamblers it i that that band's really old that band's like over 20 something years, 25 years old i think coming soon and um that was more it just kind of came from there was a lot of punk bands at the time that had these really like kind of flowery uh like these kind of like emo names that would be like august falls in the Leaf or um, forever, is, <laughs> forever is Tomorrow or Never is the Day or Today is the Time or something like that. A lot of like hardcore bands and emo stuff. And we just wanted something that would really not sound like that. Something that sounded really kind of overt and, uh, you know, just very straightforward riverboat gamblers oh it sounds awful
1: it's like it sounds like something you'd see like at the fucking you know carnation pavilion at disneyland you know yeah it was like here come the riverboat gamblers i'd just be like all out almost immediately
3: yeah (laughs) it was very bad planning it was it,
1: it didn't and, you know, I mean, fun, the, it's fun when you see that it's like a, a cool band or whatever that call themselves this. But you never you never uh, address the idea of dressing up in Riverboat no, band or costumes. Right? No,
3: that was all that was all just just us kind of doing it. It definitely started as a I mean, I, I never thought it would last 25 years and continue to do stuff. It was really just the thought of like, well, this is this will be fun for the summer. And it sounds different <laughs> than some of our other bands. And, um, uh, but yeah, like when we first started touring, like many years later, we would get booked with rockabilly bands all the time, all the time. Right. And, and I got really uh, developed a a really bad taste for bad rockabilly bands, of which <laughs> there are many. <laughs> just the, just this sound it sends chills of a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh,
1: they really had a moment there for yeah. a second. and uh, yeah it was weird. Like there was a nightclub in Hollywood that a friend of mine uh, who was, you know a mover and shaker in Los Angeles and was trying to put together shows and stuff and he found this venue that was part owned by. Uh, now I'm gonna say his name wrong. What's the guy's name? Phantom Slim Jim Phantom.
3: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that totally. right? Yeah, okay. that's
1: Slim Jim Phantom. Yeah. Slim Jim From, sounded, uh, sounded wrong to me because it's you know it's a meat product or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so so Slim Jim Phantom was like a part owner of this nightclub, and you know they were having trouble. They were having a lot of problems with it, but we'd have these shows where some people would show up to watch us do sketches and stuff like Mr. Show sort of came out of uh, out of that space. But um, one night I was there to be in a show and he was at the door, you know, getting the door money himself and was <laughs> insisting that I pay, even though I was, I was going, I'm in the show. He's like, yeah, we have to pay to come in. I go, no, you, you have to understand that I, my part of the show is going to not happen if I have to pay to come in. Because I am in the show. I don't pay I don't pay to be in the show. And uh so it was b- bizarre to have that argument with that that guy. Because that, <laughs> oh that band was so that band band was so huge for a little bit, but I bet you he got screwed out of all royalty kind of things because as a drummer, he probably had nothing to do with writing the songs. Yeah, uh, probably not. Or or came in with some drum riffs, but like that's not enough in most cases.
3: Yeah. They don't Uh, drummers never get songwriting credits for the most part, even though they're pretty pretty essential.
1: But like I saw I saw what's his name? uh, Dave Grohl one time talking about like, uh, you know, drummers from big bands and especially with Ringo Starr, he played a couple of riffs. that's just like, oh, yeah, I get it now. Ringo really did bring some personality to it. He wasn't just like, you know, uh, a mindless drummer or whatever
3: yeah it just like, the, like somebody can be just as good as the other drummer because we've had a lot of drummers and just the vibe there's just this i can't even put it i can't articulate it a lot of times it just like feels different and not as good or sometimes better you know
1: yeah um what about dracula's
3: well dracula's like i was saying that was um and spelled with uh, a K, I might add. Yeah, it's spelled with a K, but the oh, idea... so it's
1: Craculus? <laughs> <laughs>
3: the idea was that it was um, the that movie, The Warriors. Uh, it would be like if there was another gang that you just never saw that never made an appearance in the movie that were called the Draculas, and it was like a bunch of guys that were like in that in that world of street gangs They were like, "Hey, what's the toughest thing you could ever be? <laughs> a Dracula." They are the <laughs> toughest. What if we're the Draculas? <laughs> so all the songs are written like as kind of the point of view of different characters in kind of a in a downtown or you know Times Square, New York, like late '70s, uh, where there's porno theaters and stuff. It kind of just what I thought New York City was like as a little kid living in Texas. And in the in the set in the eighties, you know, like late seventies and early eighties, and um, so that that's where that name came from. And it and I, but and actually, a lot of it came from um, there was a Normic. There was this club called Dracula's. Or it wasn't a club. There was a you know the Cap City Comedy <laughs> Club.
1: It was in a mall. With right, a, it was in with the a restaurant there. Yeah.
3: And I remember seeing Norm McDonald there, and it just always stuck in my head where he just had this whole bit about. Dracula's and just him saying it in that Norm McDonald voice is like, What do they serve there? Ladies'
2: necks. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is by the end of that weekend, he had like a sharp, long oh, bit yeah. from that little yeah. tiny chunk from yeah. just seeing the restaurant. It was crazy.
1: Most of us had something about it because it's just funny <laughs> yeah. to like anytime you're standing yeah. around outside the club to just look over and, and also just that it would just the way it said Dracula restaurant. Yeah, uh, you know, and that and that the rest of the mall, the the mini mall, had all sorts of different little things. Like no, no one stop shopping. It was all odd things that you would, don't need combined together. But, yeah. but like for for a
2: while, there was like kids doing karate in one of those yeah. spaces. Yeah, and yeah. then rims, like big old yeah. rims for cars. Yeah.
1: Yeah, all sorts of stuff going on, but Dracula restaurant, like it's like it's almost like a gag from the Adams Family or something. The <laughs> yeah. way like just yeah. its little sliver of the mall just really I, suddenly looks like oh, that looks like dark and scary in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a picture. Did y'all, did y'all of, uh, ever
2: eat there? I ate there I, once, I think.
1: You did. What did yeah. you have?
2: Ladies Uh, (laughs) next. I I remember a meat plate, but I I remember it not being great. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. I I don't even remember who I was with. It might have been David Huntsberger and Brendan Walsh, perhaps. I think we were just like, let's try it.
1: The three of you would do. Yeah, and I have a picture
2: of Brendan Walsh out front wearing the fake plastic Dracula fangs in front of Dracula. (laughs) 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 It's so
1: silly. Uh, you gotta get you gotta bust that out for uh, Halloween's coming up yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta repost that image because that yeah. whole, that you know Dracula restaurant left and then of course Cap city left and now it's in a new spot and I'm excited to uh, you know hopefully go back there sometime soon but we need to take a break for a second for some commercial messages and whatnot and we'll be back to find out what Mike Wiebe's middle name is. See, this worked out perfectly. <laughs> we'll find out right after this. We'll be right back.
0: Welding instructor, Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers.
1: Anywhere you go look, there's gonna be a shortage of welders.
0: VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
1: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore
0: more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.
1: We are back, and thank you for waiting. The suspense is over. This isn't like the mass Singer where we're going to chant at Mike to tell us his middle name for two minutes before he finally does it. Mike Weeby, what is your middle name?
3: It is, get ready, John. <laughs> <As> <laughs> okay, with an H?
1: <laughs> yeah, J O H N,
3: Not yeah. Jonathan, but just straight John.
1: Okay. So it's Michael John Weeby. Yes, correct. Okay. I don't want to judge, but that sounds like a serial killer. (laughs) 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 Uh, You know, that kind of like that that sort of Michael John is already just like, what's going on here? Yeah,
3: very, very white, white person. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm not I there just, yet. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just animals. I'm I'm road. I'm just I'm just picking up roadkill right now and just watching their bodies disassemble over time <laughs> in various like liquids. That,
1: those <laughs> names and those combinations names that does not come from like a world of imagination. Is your were your parents scientists or no, were they religious?
3: No, well, Michael John Weeby. That came from my. Dad, we have the same fully. And so I was the second. He was very, very adamant okay. about not being junior, about about not having me be a junior. And right. um, which I appreciate, I think, especially living in Texas. Like it's junior tends to sound really a um, little, little rednecky, I guess. Right. And, um, yeah. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> junior. That's
1: right, Mike. We be junior. <laughs>
3: we, well, I used to do a bit about how that was like the big insult for me in junior high was just uh, kids saying my last name really condescendingly, like rednecks go, what's up? We just give me a, <laughs> give me like a real dirty redneck smile <laughs> after that. It was, it was not really a good response. There's not really a good comeback. It's just, you're kind of, yeah, you kind of won. It is a dumb last
1: name. I mean, unless they've got like a similarly, you know, a, a, yeah. a silly last name, but even then, They'd still take credit for you if you, you know, turn it on them and did the same thing. So yeah, yeah. You, you know? yeah. That's uh, a real, I know
3: you are, but what am I?
1: Doug Mill. <laughs> 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 um, so you've got uh, pretty cool initials though, as it turns out. MJW, that sounds like a, a fancy person.
3: Yeah, it does kind of, I could see that in some calligraphy. On a, yeah. on a nice suitcase,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's something for you to aspire to get the nice suitcase with the MJW on it. MJW, like too.
3: If you leave out the J, the M and W can kind of connect so it just looks like one zigzag line.
1: Oh, right, like uh, kind of like Van Halen or Weezer, yeah. <laughs> i mean if you ever i mean Weeby would be a good name to just steal the weezer you know the weezer font with that w and just do it with your name yeah at some point no rush yeah no i, I those uh, guys are those weezers they're not going anywhere
3: that yeah they're they've i think they've got it and they're mighty <laughs> litigious no i don't know i don't know if
1: they're litigious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't think they're they don't i don't think they're litigious but you never know Um, yeah you never know what they what feels like they need to protect i feel like that w that they were already stealing the the van halen w or or even or even wrestling had a w like that too Uh, you know
3: i've always and i want to minimize that the damage that that last name does as much as possible you know, the it's 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 such a silly sounding last name that I'm I think I'm always trying to kind of obfuscate it. Well, Great what happens?
1: With, <laughs> yeah, he said that during uh during <laughs> ceremony. Yeah, he said he said that uh, the two of you promised to not obfuscate. obfuscate. <laughs> um, listen, um how off? How many issues did you have with spell uh, the spelling of your name? Uh, the The last name I know that Mike and John I know how to spell those, but oh, but right. Weeby looks it doesn't look right. You know either way, right?
3: It doesn't. It really doesn't. And there is the I before E, which is how it is spelled. Right. But people just forget that, and that it gets spelled wrong, and it gets. You know, that first day of class in school growing up every first day or every new teacher, it it gets mispronounced and you have to correct it, which is never like it doesn't make me mad. I understand why no one would pronounce it correctly. But it is that thing of it, it as a little kid, it makes you real self-conscious. Oh, yeah.
1: It's really complicated. The rule on that I before E, except after C, after C. and sometimes Y, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> is the whole thing, so that's hard to uh to remember all of it
3: yeah there's a lot of there's
2: a lot of loopholes in there it sounds like
1: yeah, yeah I, so yeah. I, can't I know do i've it. told
2: a few people like working together on something together in the past like how, how does he spell his last name and you tell him in two seconds later it's not what you said yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> must be frustrating
1: well because it's also easy typo to transpose the two letters. Not true, yeah. You know, to begin with, so even if you're doing it right, you could be doing it wrong or you could be, you know, doing it wrong and accidentally get it right. That might be happening a lot of times. Yeah. You might be uh, landing on the side of correctness just cuz the person, you know, thought they were doing one thing and fucked up and did the right thing. Yeah.
3: Just what a about cat, just <laughs> if, if a cat walked on a keyboard, it might get yes, it right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, the cat just spelled Weeby. Uh, Beginner's luck. It (laughs) It was just hanging out there. It does seem like that's where it came from.
3: A cat in Germany (laughs) walked on a keyboard.
1: Weeby, get off the keyboard. (laughs) Um, That was the name of the cat too. He's spelling his own name. What about uh, nicknames? Hello. Hello. Hello? Yeah. Oh yeah. What about
3: for a minute? Sorry. A
1: minute. What about nicknames?
3: Well, Weeby kind of transfers to Weeb. I get weeb a lot.
1: Oh. Uh,
3: and um, you know, but the growing up in the eighties, Dweeby was a really popular synonym right. for nerd or dork. Mm-hmm. And I was and it turned out I was a nerd and a dork. So, <laughs> there so you was just walked a lot right of, into that one. Just walked right. It was just tailor-made for you know, it was it was rough. It was so Dweeby was there. There was a toy called Weebles. And there were these like little eggs, kind of uh, these little they were like little eggs with like people's faces on them. But they're like made of plastic. And the, the thing was Weebles wobble, but we don't fall down. Right. Because you, you could <laughs> knock them and they were like weighted so they wouldn't fall down. So I got that a whole lot. I already
1: have. It's funny that you say this because I already have written down. Uh, here in front of me i like to try to think of for our guests i like to give you something to to leave with you know a takeaway and uh i try to think of like a something that oh what the fuck i try to think of uh what um uh what you a good thing for you to call your fans like a fan club a, a name or just like how you know gaga calls them little monsters or whatever yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking for your fans that you should call them Weebies Wobbies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's very I, I, similar to Weebles Wobble. I will tell
3: all three of them that they are they are that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Start start saying that now. See, I also come up with these for other people because I'm uncomfortable with having one for my for my own, you know, so called fans. I like to think of them as people, individuals. Um, but here's the thing about Dweeby or dweeb that uh, needs to be said. There's a motion picture called The Breakfast Club Mm -hmm. that made up that word. The bully in that movie uh, at one point uh, the expression he uses is he says that guy, meaning the principal I believe, he says he's a neo-maxi-zune-dweeby.
3: Yes. yeah, And
1: (laughs) And John Hughes was on the record as saying that there's stuff like that in that movie so that the movie would be timeless and not have references to a specific time. But then I argue now, especially that he's dead and it's years later, (laughs) I argue that, uh, you know, he pushed those into the lexicon in a way that makes it feel like they're saying things that kids were saying at the time.
3: Was that created? for the breakfast club that word.
1: yeah nobody had ever said you're a neo maxi zoon dweeby that was like a completely made up wow. insult that still doesn't Ugh. even make sense what's a zoon <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's
3: the it's the ipod competitor <laughs> or maybe i've been
1: hearing maybe i been hearing it wrong all this time maybe jed nelson like slurs through it or something but that's how i you know that's how i remember it and i remember a lot of the dialogue in that movie because um you know, it just came out uh, at a time when I was really, really getting into movies, and it, it, you know, it, and it is to this day, a, pretty much a departure. Like for a movie to be that successful, where it's just essentially five kids sitting around in a, right. in, a libra- in a library at a school, like uh, it's it's pretty amazing that it's uh, was as popular as it was, and then and still is.
3: Yeah, I'm surprised people don't do plays of it.
1: Oh, that really... is... I think, I bet you drama classes in schools probably do, you know, take scenes from it and, and do them. But also, it's the other thing about it is it's, you know, it's not a hard R by any means, but it's R-rated because they get a little... It gets a little spicy with their uh, yeah, you, with their, you their stories. You can't
2: say Zoom yeah.
1: without a hard R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh we've come to the most important question that we ask our guests uh, every week on this show Mike and that is this tell us about the Doug's that you've known in your life uh, the two of us aside oh boy
3: well let's see we've got we've got <laughs> it's so
2: stressed out man
1: <laughs> yeah
2: I, I
3: feel yeah this is a real yeah, he wants to be a millionaire moment. You're, you're, yeah, the cash you're on a involved. timer.
1: You're on a timer, and uh, and uh, we forgot to mention there are prizes.
3: No, <laughs> oh. um, well, I know, I know Doug Dalton who does comedy. Yes, in Yes, uh, we know
1: Doug Dalton. He uh, he hopped on when we were doing uh, a show in Houston, which I should, I'd be remiss if I didn't use this opportunity to plug our upcoming shows in Houston because Doug Mellard and me, Doug Benson, will both be at the Come and Take It Festival in Houston, Texas at the Secret Group um November. What do you think the dates are, Doug?
2: Ooh, is that the weekend of 18th through
1: the 20th? I think I think that sounds good. Yes. <laughs> 18 through 20. I'm gonna do a Doug Loves Movies and a wide world of Doug's and we got terrific guests from the festival on both of those and then uh i think both of us will probably be doing stand up as well right
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: it's going to be fun yeah super fun it was supposed to be in the summer right? when was it supposed to be that it got pushed? yeah i think june is what's in
2: my head june, May, maybe, so may
1: may yeah whenever maybe. it was yeah whenever it was it got pushed to, to november and uh so fingers crossed that uh they're moving a bunch of tickets or at least enough to uh Make it worth everybody's while. Should be pretty fun. But yeah, Doug Dalton, we met there. Who else you got?
3: <laughs> uh, there was a guy, a singer of a band from back in the day called Schlepprock, which I think was a name taken from um, the Flintstones. There was a character or something named Schlepp Rock, But there, his the lead singer's name was Doug, but he spelled it just D U G. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get rid of that. I have. I've, I've used it in handles on uh, email names and stuff. And um, yeah, I've even just, it doesn't save a lot of time to drop the O, but I have on occasion just, you know, just wrote out D U G, left it at that. Um, Slep rock, either, I think is either a band on Flintstones or uh, a place. Because a lot of the cities and towns in the Flintstones were whatever rock, yeah. But, yeah. but I can't be—I can't be sure which it was. But um, but still, a hilarious uh, expression to take because the schlep is a basically you know Yiddish for uh, journey yes. or a trek. <laughs> <laughs> so because uh, <laughs> of unfortunate all the unfortunate schlepping that uh, the Jewish people have had to do. um they had to come up with a fun word for it (laughs) um what about mics you know a lot of mics
3: there's there's a lot of mics there's a right in fact there's a there's a band here they're called p lander z and they're they're all from they've been living in america for a while but they're all from japan and they have a song, uh, uh, and it's about. He wrote it about how when he first moved to America, there were so many people named Mike, and the song <laughs> is called "So Many Mike." And it's just so many Mike, so many Mike, so many Mike, and then kind of breaks down and goes, "You are Mike, and you are Mike." He just points at people in the crowd, calling them Mike.
1: Probably right, a lot every of Mike. once in a while. It's probably got it right sometimes. Oh, yeah, sure. You know you know, you're pointing at a crowd There's probably some mics out there I think it's still I haven't looked lately But I, I recently looked at Top 10 current names For baby boys and I tell you uh, Michael and John are both still uh, They're still up there they're still pretty Popular um, Yeah I don't I know I feel like my last name not- was
3: To make up my last name Was to make up for how common My two other names were <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's a real handful uh, uh weeby for sure and uh you know but it's definitely also fun it's a fun name to to say yeah once you're confident because also I yes guess, I guess a lot of and people it took me a to long you, time to like, get like, there <laughs> now
3: there's another thing in japan like if you're in the anime there's a there's a thing called i think you're just called a weeb they just call you a weeb if you're really into like anime.
1: It's huh. like anime fans really? are called
3: weebs. So that's something that's kind of popped up here and there.
1: Where does yeah. that even come from, weeb?
3: And I did a couple. I I think it's weeb. What's the
1: connection?
3: <laughs> I, I think it's a Japanese word. I think they say like weeb uh, okay. or I think there some some word in Japan, in Japanese yeah. that okay. means that and um yeah a, yeah a so and that's, so sometimes like <laughs> anime kids are into that
1: <laughs> yeah that what about uh, what doug was saying about the belows which has always been the most hilarious uh <laughs> yeah, name yeah. To me. I don't... Yeah.
3: what even is that what, I, I was in the. it means but... it, i know what it means it means we be
2: loyal scouts no yeah. way are you serious yeah
1: yeah we below's there was a comedian named mark roberts who i worked with on the road somewhere very early on in my career who had a whole whole bit and went on and on about that that word we below like what a what a weird ass word (laughs) Uh, you know especially considering how it's turned out in you know ultimately that there has been a lot of uh (laughs) <laughs> a lot of uh, unlawful acts with these uh, poor scouts uh, yeah. and then the, it is the one thing you, you associate with that now
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: I yeah. think
3: most people like the, yeah. when I hear boy
2: scouts or weebelos I think like oh, those poor kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man you don't want to be loyal buddies
1: it's so dumb and it's also similar to girl scouts is fine but brownies come on that's weird <laughs> That's a weird yeah. that's a weird concept. <laughs> oh, the Brownies are here selling some cookies. <laughs> uh, one more question for you, Mike. Uh, where are you at with Doug Emhoff?
3: <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. Cut out for a moment.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it sounded like you were just really stunned by the question. You know, uh, the first gentleman, yeah. or, I mean, second gentleman of the United States. His name is Doug. Did
3: yeah, you Doug know that? M. Hoff. I did not know that. Oh well, yeah.
1: Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, see, I told you you'd come away with the, from the show having learned something. Um, well, dude's name is Doug Amhoff, and um, most people we've talked to either don't have a problem with him, or if, like in your case, have never heard of him. Yeah. And uh but he's the he's the most powerful Doug in the world right now. And oh, wow. we'd like we'd like to have him be a guest. So if you hear if you hear any rumblings, I know you've never heard of him before, but now uh keep your ears. Well I do ground. attend
3: a lot of I do attend a lot of eyes wide shut Illuminati sex parties. So you. it, it, it sounds like I might run into him at one of those.
1: <laughs> That's what I was driving at is that you probably, yeah, you might see him somewhere and uh, we'd yeah. appreciate, we'd appreciate if you could throw in a word for us. Do you have anything that you would like to promote to all of our yeah. listeners and your new fans?
3: I, weevilos? the weevilos <laughs> i'm starting a new chapter of oh, no. the Weebelows.
1: i guess you could just call your fans that's, that's probably a bad idea. yeah i think that's <laughs> that's probably I'm better take than it back it's easier to explain than weebies Wobbles. Yeah. <laughs> all right uh what, what what are you promoting
3: oh i've got a new draculas have a brand new single out right now it's called shame it's on drunk dial records and then the Riverboat Gamblers are coming out with our first new original music in many, many years. Uh song's called Denton, and it comes out in the next month. Just go to Riverboat Gamblers' yeah. social media, and you can get it from there.
1: The Denton in Texas?
3: Yes, correct. That's where we're from originally.
1: Get the shit out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, Denton doesn't have any really particular uh, – I don't have any connection to it other than – the The song about Denton in the uh, weird ass sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah, is is the only good song in that uh, in that movie.
3: I believe the screenwriter went to school at UNT in Denton, Texas.
1: Yeah, sounds right. Richard O'Brien. Yeah, guy who yeah. played riffraff Raff in in Rocky Horror, and, and you know, and wrote that. So then he got his ticket to make another movie musical and then didn't work out so good.
3: Yeah. I forgot that they even made that. I knew that they did, but I completely forgot that it was a.
1: Yeah. You should check out that song. It's actually pretty catchy and uh, it'd be interesting if there's any other strange parallels. There Um, is
3: a famous band called the mountain goats that have a song called the best ever death metal band from Denton, Texas. That is that usually when I say Denton people, Oh, mountain goat song. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's something I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds pretty good. I oh, like and one that. more thing I do, have a, I do have a podcast,
3: it's called the International News Service, and it's very silly and fun. So please check that out.
1: Uh, sorry, we didn't have time for that particular plug, but um, <laughs> Doug, Doug mellard what do you got to uh, I'll, uh right Alex? Now?
2: I'll be on a show with Mike next Wednesday at Cap City, the Comedy Seance, uh, where we all play dead celebrities. Uh, if if they are raised from the grave, if the seance is is uh, goes are well,
1: to, are you allowed to say who you're supposed to be?
2: Probably not, but I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be, be Wilfred Brimley. Oh, you know, Got to give people what they want, you know. Uh, <laughs>
1: I just saw an old somebody like memed out a old commercial where he's like running out of the house. And oh, that was, like, yeah, yeah, that, that was me. That was you. True. It's because yeah. I'm looking
2: up a lot of Wilford Brimley stuff to trying to figure out what to
1: Oh, do. there you go. So, but what is what does it say? Something like nothing puts a smile on your face like oatmeal or something like
2: that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just yeah. got A lot and of I'm it like, cracked me up so hard. He's got. I so was like, much.
1: that guy never smiles. What the fuck is he talking about?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's got so much pep in his step, and he puts his cowboy hat on and just fucking flies out of that house yeah that's the
1: fastest i've ever seen him move all right that's so funny that i'm quoting a thing that you posted all right so uh and um what else what else is that it? oh and
2: i'll i'll be at a cap city again the following weekend with uh dan cummins november 3rd through the 5th check that out okay so just camp out yeah just stay at, at cap city
1: yeah just stay there and watch all of his stuff uh Doug loves movies is going to be recorded live at dynasty typewriter in Los Angeles this Saturday at four twenty. Get your tickets today. Cause they bump up the price a little bit day of It's one of those deals, which I don't generally approve of. <laughs> I don't think people should be penalized for waiting till day of, but you know, I can't tell the venue what to do and you know, maybe it is a good idea. Maybe it makes people, uh, you know, by early and often, uh, douglovesmovies.com is where you go for all of my other uh dates and ticket links and whatnot. Thank you again to Mike yeah, Weeby for be- not only being here, but being here last minute and being a top tier guest.
3: Oh, oh yeah, my pleasure, my yeah. pleasure.
1: Gold star for you. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you. At the end of every episode, I say, as always, and then what we're going to call the episode, and it's usually some sort of pun, and then with the guest name after that. So, as always, Dougs, we are. Got it.